0: In a universe where life does not end at death, we explore the infinite possibilities forged by our very minds. Welcome to our Arthetian Anthologies. Greetings fellow travelers and storytellers. Welcome to the Arthetian Anthologies podcast, where I, Matthew Arthur, explain to you the ever expanding universe i've developed and the deeper meaning behind it all. Previously, in entry 9, we had uncovered the mystery of the Exemder with the help of rune forger Isaac Orkovin and command operative Vector. In this entry, we will finish with one of the legends told throughout the realms. So without further ado, let's dive in. With the Exemder uncovered, forger Orkovin and Vector brought this intel forward to the runic council. Although the information they had retrieved was great, the council felt Orkovin had to be punished for disobeying direct orders. Therefore, he was to be exiled from the realms effective immediately and stripped of his forger status. Isaac fought against this ruling with no prevail. This ruling seemed rather extreme to Vector, becoming suspicious of one of the elite council members the Kron that held a seat named Vorz E5. With no way of stopping Isaac from being exiled, Vector felt the best way to help him was to put an end to the Eximdur. The command operative began his pursuit at the archives in Sector 1 of Viconiacs. With a background in file management and decryption, Vector spent weeks researching all he could about suspicious records. By the end of his research... The command operative had a detailed timeline of reports that brought about three names, Decino Voie, Senator Rachi S5, and lastly, Forger Voie's E5. Vector knew it would be difficult to take down the rune forger without incriminating evidence to back it up. Therefore, he began with Decino, who was one of the head executives out of the Sinframe factory on Vicorniacs. Once Vector found Voy, he turned out to be a Raveni Cantol that held control over many of the design elements of sin frames and distribution management was under his control. Questioning Zecino was more difficult than anticipated as the Raveni easily dodged around each piece of evidence Vector placed in front of him. This made Vector realize he had to play smarter. Therefore, The operative had an idea. You follow the Freyabzol, do you not? Vector asked. Decino seemed confused from the question posed. Indeed I do. But I do not see what that has to do with this line of questioning. Vector stepped forward in an intimidating stance. Then you must believe we all have the freedom to do things, even if they are against our code he states as he unsheathes his weapon. The Raveni begins trembling from the size of Vector's blade. Yes, but there will always be consequences to actions. Surely you know this, officer. Oh, I do. But do I seem afraid of those consequences? Vector snaps back. His blade lifts up as he prepares to slice off a few feathers as a trophy. Decino takes a moment to evaluate the situation, then attempts to flee the room. However, although he can fly, the operative is quicker than anticipated with his ability to shift reality. The executive trembles, saying, What are you? Vector realizing he finally has control over the situation, begins to corner the Raveni. I believe I was asking the questions. Once able to get the information out of the Vector was warned that what he was chasing after was bigger than any threat the Corps had faced. Therefore, he went to his superiors and informed them of all the intel he had gathered from the archives in Decino. General Sleevis Arula of Corps Command was the only general that felt it necessary to continue forward with his pursuit, stating that if the threat is to be valid, then command has no choice but to be a check on the Senate and Runic Council. General Arula gave Vector permission to use whatever means necessary to put a stop to this threat, granting him command over his own squadron and expanding his access to resources. However, Arula informed Vector that once this war was over, his status as an officer would most likely be stripped. But if all goes well, his name would go down in historical records. The next target he went after was the senator from Vikroniacs, Rachi S5, who had taken the place of Senator Martes after her fatal incident. Backed by many executives, including Desinovoy who had just confessed that the whole plan was to put into power a cron on the inside of the Exender. Although her name was not mentioned, Rachi has shown her severe tenacity on the matter of shifting the narrative away from the official Exender investigation. This, however, did not stop the likes of Vector. Upon reaching the senator's chambers on Vikronyx, Rachi thought Vector was just another officer trying to get a comment for the Martes investigation, However, Vector had more than a few words to exchange with the senator. Entering the chambers, the now-promoted commander requested to be left alone with Rachi. Unsuspecting of anything, Rachi agreed to this, and through a quick turn of events, Vector struck fear into the senator. "'I'll have you know I can get you exiled from the realms!' Rachi exclaimed while Vector once again expressed murderous intent." He did not care about anything the senator had to say. His goal wasn't even to get information out anymore. It was now to draw out those in the Exender, to bait them into attacking him. Vector imposed his terrifying presence into Raji. Do you think I care if you exile me? All that will do is prevent me from going after the others on my list. He steps forward once more. And I will have already dealt with you. Rachi, with fear and anger in her eyes, demanded, You will leave now, or you will face the wrath of Argonix. Vector stepped back and began to leave. But before doing so, he planted a comm probe in the chamber. Once out, he set it to record all audio coming from the room for the next 24 hours. Within five minutes of leaving, Rachi already made her first mistake. She contacted Vorz E5 and requested that he deal with Vector, implying that he send out a hit on the commander. This was already a breach of civic order, as senators and runeforgers were not allowed to conspire with each other on matters against the core command. With this entire exchange recorded, Vector took the incriminating evidence to his superiors, then directly to the Runic Council, where they ruled that Vora's E5 and Rachi S5 be exiled from the core. This was not what Vector wanted, however. He explained to the council that if they were to be exiled, it will be that much harder to find the true Eximder. He proposed that Rachi be exiled while Vorz be interrogated. The council knew that if Vorz were to be locked up, it was only a matter of time until he either escaped or those in the Eximder decided to terminate him. Vector saw this as an opportunity to find and face this criminal organization. It was only a matter of time. With Voris imprisoned and Rachi exiled, the squadron commanded by Vector kept watch on the prisoner until one day, a man came by asking to see the former Runeforger. He was quickly turned down, but the man would not take no for an answer. The officers watching over Vorz began falling one by one, not understanding how or why, but they knew they were about to meet their demise all the same. Then once reaching the cell where Vorz was held, the man stood there smiling maliciously at the former Runeforger. Vorz pushed himself up against the wall, trembling in his own sweat. Not you. Anything but you. Well, it seems you have wasted your usefulness. The Lord has asked me to pay you a visit. The man spoke calmly. Vector watched us all from afar, noticing that whoever this person was, they were not normal. Arriving at the Runicor undetected, with no spacecraft or transportation for that matter, just appearing out of nowhere. Vector knew there would probably be no way of finding them after this man left. Therefore, he had to act. With a quick reality transfer, Vector switched places with Vors and gazed upon this individual. Prime in nature, with fair tan skin, his hair black and wavy as his eyes pierced past Vector's armored helmet. Ah... You must be the one that's been pricking at our plans. He grinned with his teeth blackened. And I take it you are from the Exumder, Vector responded. The man laughed maniacally from this. Oh, well, yes, that's what your kind calls it, anyways. But if I may say, it has been some time since we've seen one like you. Vector quickly teleported outside of the cell and went for a strike at the man. This came as a surprise to him, though, as the man appeared behind him. I am not here to kill you, Vector, nor do I want to, but do know this. No place is safe from the power of my lord. Turning around quickly, Vector goes for another strike but misses entirely. He then notices his voice in the man's clutches. And suddenly they vanish. As a result of this, Vector was stripped of his status as a command officer. He then spent the better part of four cycles exploring the realms in search of any signs that might relate to the so called Lord the man spoke of. By the end of his exploration, Victor was called back to the Runic Council for judgment, though it turned out they were in need of him as the pillars fell deeper into turmoil. The Runa council determined the best course of action would be to bestow an abundance of pure energy onto Vector so he may be their emissary against this threat. This is what began the legend of Vector. I thank you for listening to this entry. Since I ended on a cliffhanger, I'll have you know I plan on eventually returning to this legend as a callback for when it truly matters. For now, we will leave it there, as we will be jumping ahead a few centuries into the lore of the core. After all, this is an anthology, and I hope you are prepared, as next week's entry will be a special Halloween episode featuring what I have hinted at a few times now the Dark Void. Once again, if you'd like to support me, you can donate to my Subscribestar account, Reborn in Power, or check out my website at arthenianthologies.com. I also have just added donations on the podcasting app Anchor, so for those of you listening there, feel free to leave a tip if you enjoy what you're hearing. I will be posting this podcast up on Subscribestar as well as a website, so keep a watchful eye. Until then, be safe, stay safe, and if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power.